Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finish that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia, but you can call me Shay, and I am your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, obeying God. B, believing in God's word. E, evolving your kingdom walk. And Y, yielding to the Holy Spirit. So if you think you'll be interested in our content, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And if you're listening on any of our podcasts and platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you all are notified every single time we upload. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back and let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 14 of Obedience Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and that is such an honor. So before I get deep into the episode, I do have to invite my co-host in, Holy Spirit. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Lord God. I want to thank you so much for allowing me to get on this platform for another week. I want to thank you for the word that you have given me. And most of all, Lord, I want to thank you for your peace, your peace that surpasses all understanding and is there for us at all times. We thank you for the peace, Lord. I pray that through this episode, people actually learn that peace is accessible through you and they don't have to earn it. All they have to do is reach out for it and you will give it to us. And we thank you so much for that, Lord. I pray that through this episode, people learn how to retain their peace, how to get their peace, and how to go through storms with their peace still intact. And we know that it can be done in your name, Jesus, and we thank you for that. I pray that through this episode, there are no technical difficulties. And Lord, I want to thank you for protecting my family and my community through all of these storms every single day. We thank you so much for covering us with your love, your blood, and your protection. And also, Lord, I pray away any technical difficulties and I ask for more of you and less of me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, now. With all of that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our high-low portion of the episode. So this portion of the episode is used to big up God for anything that he has done great in your life or ask for prayer in any area that you need that is a low in your life. We are always looking for submissions, so definitely do not hesitate to reach out. You could do so by DMing us on any of our social media platforms directly to our email address, obediencepodcast at gmail.com, or you can click the Google form links that's down below in the show notes. We are always checking everything and we are always ready to pray for you guys, are always ready to big up God in any area of your life that he has done great things in. So do not hesitate to reach out and submit those submissions. But this week I did get a submission. Thank you guys. Y'all heard me last week when I was like, I need y'all to submit. So thank y'all for that because I actually got more than two. So I'm very thankful. But this week's submission did come from a very loyal viewer and I am so grateful to hear from her. So she has highs and lows. This is from Miss Michelle Love, you guys. So she says, hi, I found myself feeling really far from the Lord. I couldn't wait to get my journal workbook because I was going to use it as a kickstart to get back into my word. As I moved through each day of the first week, God has spoken to me. Yay! It feels good to be getting back. So I thank you for your commitment to this ministry. Another high is I am three days from being 40 weeks pregnant. 
Ray has made it full term, which is a blessing and answer prayer. But at this point, I am ready for her to come out. <laughs> I've only had two ultrasounds my entire pregnancy, which in itself is a blessing because I was not high risk or over a certain age. Thank God. But that doesn't mean I don't want to see my baby. The last time I saw her in the ultrasound was about 20 weeks ago. I am just anxious to meet her, see her, and hold her. I have been praying to the Lord to give me peace and patience because I know his time is always perfect, but it's put me in a bit of a sad place. So praise God that Jonah came right on time. The entire time I was working on it, I just felt like it was for somebody. If you guys don't know, I'm working on another Bible study that's going to be about 15 weeks that's going to lead us throughout the end of 2023. And I had been like trying to focus all my energy on making sure that one was complete. But after God gave me the word on Jonah, I just felt like it trumped everything. Like I could not even focus on that other Bible study. Jonah completely took over everything. And I was just pushing out the questions that I needed, the format that it was going to be like. Everything just came together so perfectly. And now we are actually rounding out week three of the study. And it has been absolutely amazing. Definitely a God seeing, definitely an answer prayer. And I've had so much fun doing the recaps. And I cannot wait to get into the next study because I know God is going to do amazing things through that. And I cannot wait to see you there. I thank you so much for your support through every single Bible study. You show up even when you have all of this stuff going on, you still show up. So I definitely appreciate that. And I love that in your low moment, even though you were giving out your low moment, you still saw God in it. And that is exactly what you should do when you're going through a low moment pour out to God, let him know how you're feeling, but then reassure yourself that God is in control. Well, you said, I know it's all in God's timing. It really is. And she is going to come at the perfect moment at the perfect time. Okay. So definitely we'll be praying for you and your family through this time. And we just thank God for you. Me especially. I know my team does, but me especially, I thank God for you. All right, so that is the only high and low submission I'm going to go through today. But y'all can definitely submit your high and lows in, and I will definitely be looking over them, putting you on my prayer list, and reading them out. But if you do want to remain anonymous, just let me know, and I'll definitely pray for you in private. All right, so switching over to my personal high and low moments for this week. So my first high is I am very, very excited. <laughs> and I'm probably screaming in my mic. Let me check my feed. Yeah, my mic is like, girl, shut up. Let me let me pull y'all back a little bit. But I am very, very excited because last week I announced Testimony Tuesday and I have received some submissions and I am so grateful to God that they have come in. I guess I should not even be surprised because God led me to do Testimony Tuesdays. But just to see that notification, you have a new submission, it just like, excited me so much. So I definitely will be able to start doing the Testimony Tuesdays in July. And I am so excited. Like I've read like tidbits of each one of their testimonies. My God, my God, I cannot wait. So excited. So y'all, just a reminder for anybody who may have missed last week's episode, I am now accepting guests onto the podcast. It's going to be a way for you all to share your testimony with the podcast. So you can click the link in the description box. It's called Testimony Tuesday. Click that and fill out the Google form. And then once you fill out that Google form, we will be in contact with you to schedule your interview. But I'm so excited for that. And also, another high, which you guys are going to find out later in the episode, is we are rounding out the Ascend 
journey. It has been many weeks filled with mighty words from God. And I definitely feel as if I have ascended closer to God. I don't know about y'all. So next week will be the last ascend journey. And I am so excited to get into the next thing that God has. But I am also excited of what has been done through this series. I'm so excited. And I also want to let you guys know that God has given me what's going to be next. And that has made me even more excited because I was worried at first. Like we had got halfway through the ascend journey and I was like, okay, Lord, I need to make the schedule for quarter three. And I was not getting anything, but I've gotten the word. I've gotten the confirmation. So I know what's coming up. I know what's going to be next. So I'm very, very excited about that. So with that being said, my low moments, I have been really, really great. I've been really great mentally. Health-wise, it's getting better. Still trying to stabilize my asthma from when I had my asthma attack, but it's getting better. But I will ask you guys for prayer for my city and surrounding areas. If you guys heard the prayer at the beginning of the episode, there has been consistent storms in my area for over four days now and today's storm produced a tornado in a neighboring city um that was damaged I didn't I couldn't watch the entire news thing because I was trying to get ready to film but yeah I do know that there was damage that was an actual tornado that hit the ground so just keep those families in your prayers and also keep us in your prayers because according to the weatherman it's supposed to keep raining like this every single day this week and it has already been flooding in our area from just today it rained yesterday, it rained the day before that. It's, I'm tired of this rain, okay? It's a little much. So, yeah, just keep us in your prayers. And with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the biblical portion of the episode. Welcome to part 10 of the Ascent Journey. So, on this Ascent Journey, we are pursuing a closer dwelling to God by studying the songs of Ascent. Now, if you missed the introduction episode titled, Sis, Are We There Yet? I go in detail on how we got on this journey and how these songs of ascent will actually help us grow closer to God. So if you missed the episode, I definitely encourage you to tune in. It will be in the show notes below. But during this journey, we've already studied many of the songs of ascent. We actually only have one more to go. But in part one, we studied Psalm 126, where we ascended in finding restoration in God. And the second part, we studied Psalm 130, where we ascended in finding redemption in God. And then in the third part, we studied Psalm 125, where we ascended in trusting God. And then in the fourth part, we studied Psalm 127, where we ascended in building with God. And then in the fifth part, we studied Psalm 123, where we ascended in finding favor in God. And then in the sixth part, we studied Psalms 121, 124, and 129, where we ascended in knowing that God will protect you. And in the seventh part, we studied Psalm 131, where we ascended in recognizing when you're being prideful. And in the eighth part, we studied Psalm 128, where we ascended in understanding the importance of governing ourselves under God's kingdom agenda. And in the ninth part, we studied Psalms 120 and 133, where we ascended in understanding the importance of living in harmony with those around us. So in this episode, part 10, we are going to study Psalm 122, where we will be ascending and accepting God's peace. Now, this episode does piggyback perfectly off of last week's episode where we discussed the importance of living in harmony with those around us. Because once you find harmony with others, you can still have conflict within. So in this episode, like I discussed, we will be talking about 
accepting God's peace, understanding God's peace, and not the manufactured peace of the world that many people know about, many people try to display. In this episode, we'll be discussing the peace that God gives you, the peace of God. So let's read Psalm 122 in its entirety, and then we'll jump into the study. So in the CSB translation, it's titled, A Prayer for Jerusalem. I rejoice with those who said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Our feet will stand within your gates, Jerusalem. Jerusalem built as a city should be suddenly united. Where the tribes, the Lord's tribes, go up to give thanks to the name of the Lord. This is an ordinance for Israel. There, thrones for judgment are placed. Thrones of the house of David. Pray for the well-being of Jerusalem. May those who love you be secure. May there be peace within your walls, security within your fortresses. Because of my brothers and friends, I will say, may peace be in you. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will pursue your prosperity. So this particular song of ascent does have a very important significance. So this is the song that the people who were traveling to Jerusalem, pilgrims if you want to call them, this is the song that they would sing as they entered into Jerusalem. Hence, verses one and two of the psalm that says, I rejoice with those who said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Our feet were standing within your gates. Now, if we skip to the third stanza of the psalm in verses six through nine, we'll find a prayer written within that song. So starting at verse six, it says, may those who love you be secure. May there be peace within your walls, security within your fortresses. Because of my brothers and friends, I will say, may peace be in you. So this prayer that I just read is the perfect prayer for peace. And this is the prayer that the people would sing as they were entering into Jerusalem, which was the place where God dwelled in. And God is a God of peace. So they were entering into the presence of peace. So it's the perfect psalm to sing as they were entering into it anyway. And in that prayer, it asks for peace for the city of Jerusalem. Looking at verse 7, may there be peace within your walls, security within your fortress. And then also peace for the people within Jerusalem. Looking at verse 8, because of my brothers and friends, I will say may peace be in you. Many years later, this prayer of peace that the people would sing as they entered into Jerusalem was answered through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, If we look at Isaiah 9 and 6, it says, For a child will be born for us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. (laughs) So in this episode, we'll be discussing how you can find peace, examples of what God's peace looks like, and also how to keep that peace Once you find it, we're going to be talking about everything. And I'm very, very excited to get into it because I feel like this is a necessary episode, especially in this day and age when there's so much going on out there in this world. (laughs) And I have some personal examples in here as well. So this is going to be a transparent episode. So if y'all promise to be transparent, I will be transparent as well. So getting started. Throughout the Bible, God provides us with many names that we can call him and each one of those names represents an example of who God is to us and Jehovah Shalom is one of his names that tells us that he is our peace now the peace of God and the peace of the world 
are two completely different things. Like I mentioned in the recap section, they're two completely different things. And Jesus makes this distinction known during one of his teachings in John chapter 14, verse 27. Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. Y'all heard that part where I said, I do not give to you as the world gives. So Jesus told them, hey, the peace that I'm going to give you is completely different than what the peace of the world gives you or what they try to allude to you as peace. So the peace of the world, it just covers up the root cause of the issue that's causing you to not have peace, that's causing you to chaos. So, for example, say that you cut yourself and the cut is pretty bad. It goes down to the white meat, as my grandma would say. The peace that the world will give you would just provide you a gauze to wrap your wound up and a little tape to make sure the gauze doesn't go anywhere. So your wound is technically covered. You can't see it and you think it's fixed. But beneath that gauze, beneath that cover up, that wound is still excessively bleeding. It appears to be fixed, but beneath it is far from healed. That's what the peace of the world looks like. So because of that cover-up situation, right, you have the risk of infection because you have an open wound and it's not closed, it's not being healed correctly, and it can lead to things much worse. But the peace that God gives you would provide you with stitches to heal that wound. And do you know the importance of stitches when it comes to long, deep cuts? Well, your girl looked it up on WebMD. So according to WebMD, stitches give you support and strength while your skin closes up, lowers your chance of bleeding and infection, and minimizes scarring. So the wound isn't covered up. It's properly treated and healed. That is what the peace of God looks like. And in this fallen world, we will go through things. It's actually inevitable. And Jesus explained this to his disciples. If we look at John chapter 16, verse 33, it says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. So even in this teaching, Jesus is telling his people, hey, you are going to have troubles in this world, but rest assured because I've provided you peace. But the benefit of having the peace of God as you go through situations that happen to you in life is that as you go through those things, that peace of God is going to make things not hurt you as bad. It's going to make things easier. The consequences won't be as severe. And when you get on the other side of the thing, you will be completely healed. And you may be asking, well, sis, how do you achieve this peace? Don't worry, I got you. While it is given to us freely, from our Savior Jesus Christ, as we learned in John 14, 27, you do have to tap into it. You do have to tap into that peace through prayer. And if we look at Philippians 4 and 6, it tells us this. It says, don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And once you've prayed to God and you've petitioned to God, then that's when that peace comes in. If we look at the next verse in Philippians 4, it says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. It's your peace so you can go and get it. Tap into that peace through prayer and petition. Now, I say this because even as a believer, you can know that you have peace 
but forget to tap into that peace when you start going through a storm, when you start going through a terrible situation, you will forget all about the peace that God freely gives us. And it happened with the disciples while they were in the physical presence of Jesus. If we look at Mark chapter 4, 35 through 41, it tells us the story of Jesus calming the storm. So one night, Jesus and his crew, they're crossing to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. So like anyone else on a road trip, Jesus decides to take a nap until they get to their final destination. So Jesus is on the boat napping. And as he's napping, a great windstorm just comes out of nowhere. And the storm was so bad that the water had begun to come into the boat. And so the boat was at risk of sinking. And so while this is all happening, the disciples are terrified because they can see their fatal end. So they wake up Jesus and they're yelling at him and they like, teacher, don't you care that we are going to die? Mind you, Jesus didn't wake up through any of the storm. He was just knocked out sleep in peace. But the, the disciples, no, they were in chaos. They were terrified. So then when they wake Jesus up and they say this to him, he gets up, he rebukes the wind, and he says to the sea, peace, be still. And then scripture says that the winds ceased and there was a great calm all around them. So then Jesus looks at the disciples and he says, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Do you still have no faith? The disciples knew who Jesus was. They'd seen everything that he did, and they were right there with him in the flesh. And even in that storm, they forgot who he was, what he could do, and what he was capable of. And we as believers, as we're going through storms, we can do the exact same thing. We could be riding it out heavy with God. We could have great peace initially with the situation that we're in. But then through that situation, things start to get a little shaky. The wind starts to blow. The water starts to come at you. The boat starts to sink. And then we completely forget our initial peace and how steady we were with God. And so then we start thinking things like, can God really get me out of this? Is God even here with me? We start thinking things like that. But that's when we have to get into our faith activation mode and get our peace back. Tap into our peace. It's totally possible. So if you've been that person where you knew that you you know the peace of God, but you still have gone through a storm. You kind of forgot about the peace of God. It's okay. The disciples did it as well, but we have to recognize it and we have to tap back into that faith that we know that God can provide us peace. So if you're asking, well, how do I tap back into that peace? I got you. I got you. Okay. I told you this episode was going to help you. So God actually provided us a step-by-step manual of how to get back slash maintain our peace. And that manual is found in the continuation of Philippians 4 in verses 8 through 9. So reading verses 8 through 9, it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. Do what you have learned and received and heard from me and seen in me and the God of peace will be with you. My Tony Evans study Bible excerpt for the scripture says, one of the reasons we don't keep our peace is that we tend to dwell on the things that are said in opposition to the peace we're asking for. And this is so very true. I couldn't think of any truer words right there. <laughs> so for example, if you're praying for peace within your marriage, 
you cannot continue to dwell on the thought of divorce and why you can't stand that person. It's very counterproductive to the peace that you're praying for in your relationship. And to even get a little bit more transparent, like I promised you guys, the enemy has really been trying to snatch my peace away when it comes to me being debt free. He has been trying to snatch it away and run off with it. I promise y'all. I keep getting this doom feeling thinking about inflation and student loans. And then I proceed to start making these game plans of how I'm going to handle things. Y'all see the problem there? How I'm going to handle it. And so I can remember I went through this deep dive of, okay, I can sell my car. Okay, let me figure out how to sell my car. Because if I sell my car, then I could definitely pay my student loans. And then I was like, well, if I can't sell my car, then I can file for bankruptcy. So let me look up bankruptcy. <laughs> but that's not the things that God was telling me to dwell on to have peace now, was it? The more I dwell on the things that are opposite of having peace in my debt-free situation, the more that I will live in fear and be without peace. So I have to overtake my mind when I get into those thoughts. And I think on the things that God has instructed me to think on. Going back to scripture, things that are true. I can't feed into the lies of the enemy. Things that are honorable. I can't think on things that would dishonor myself or my God. Things that are just, just meaning fair. I can't continue to think on how unfair inflation is. When if we really think about it, God doesn't even care about inflation. That's not a thing to him. I need to think on things that are pure. What would impure thoughts even do for me? What would they do? They would just lead me to dangerous and harmful situations to make my situation even worse. And then lastly, things that are lovely, commendable, praiseworthy, excellent. Focusing on the worst in everything, I'll never see the good in what God has done in the situation. For example, like, wake me up. I'm healthy. I'm in my right mind. I have a job, I have a check, I have income. So focusing on everything that's wrong with inflation and the situation the world is in is very counterproductive to maintaining my peace because that's going to dilute everything good that God has done for me already. So thinking on those things that I just named, just to recap, things that are true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, praiseworthy, excellent. Thinking on things like that is going to lead me directly to peace. Because when you start to think on those things, you start to remember who God is and what God can do for you. And you start to have faith in God regarding that situation. And then you give it over to him. And then that's when the peace of God enters into you, that peace that surpasses all understanding. Then as Philippians 4 and 9, the end of that scripture says, And the God of peace will be with you. So if you happen to be that person who can't find peace or you had peace and then you start going through a storm and you lost it or you can't really figure out how to maintain that peace, I want to reassure you that it can be found. It can be maintained. And I pray that through this episode that you gain the tools to get your peace back, to tap into your peace. I pray that you did learn those things through this episode. And I also want to pray for you too in this moment because prayer will help. If we go back to Philippians 4 and 6, it tells us don't worry about anything but in everything through prayer and petition. So we're about to pray to get your, you guys' peace back. I'm going to also pray to maintain my peace because I can tell you all I've been struggling these days. So 
let's get into it. Let's bow our heads in prayer. So, Father God, thank you for this message. And again, thank you for your peace. I want to pray for the listeners out there who have never had peace. I want to pray that after this episode, they recognize that they can find peace in you. And you show them that peace that surpasses all understanding. I pray, Lord, that the person who actually listened to this episode and they know about peace, but they've forgotten about it. I pray that they learn how to tap in. And I pray that when they tap in, you show them overwhelming peace, the peace that they can't even explain. And I pray, Lord, that the people who have found your peace and they go through a storm, I pray that they take the tools throughout this episode and they learn how to maintain their peace. We thank you, Lord, for providing us peace. It was a gift that you didn't have to give to us. You already died on the cross and gave us the ultimate gift to be saved, to be free. But even in that ultimate gift, you still gave us even more gifts. And we thank you so much for that. We know that in this world, things will happen. You warned us of that. But we know that you will protect us through everything that happens in this world. And I just pray that they understand. And I understand over and over again that you will get us through this thing called life. You will help us overcome. You will provide us the peace that we need. So even if a situation comes upon us, that peace is covering us so thick that we don't even feel it. We don't even see it. It doesn't even enter into our mind. I am trusting in you, God. And I know that you can heal the people and you can also heal me, God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And if you happen to be that person right now who never accepted Jesus, and so that's why you can't find that peace, I want to offer you the opportunity to accept Jesus as your Savior right now. So if you've never accepted him as your Savior, all you have to do is repeat this very, very short prayer after me. All you have to say is, Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost today. I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sin. In Jesus' name, amen. And just that simple, you have now accepted Jesus as your Savior. And I promise you, the peace of God will into your life and also you are saved okay let's talk about that you are saved now you are now a part of the kingdom of God you are one of his children and he loves you for that he is so excited for what you've just done so congratulations and with that I have three essentials I think that you should do okay now the first one is actually a requirement okay it's stated in God's word. We have to connect with the Bible teaching church because we need a shepherd over our lives and we also need a community that we can fellowship with. So definitely connect with the Bible teaching church. And then second, it's just my opinion. I think that you should purchase our Reborn Workbook. That link to purchase is down below in the show notes. But that Reborn Workbook is going to be very essential and helpful to your new walk in Christ. It's going to give you scriptures. It's going to give you tools. It's going to give you advice. So I definitely encourage you to check that out. And then the third essential is also an opinion, but you've already started. I want you to keep tuning in to Obedience Podcast. And if even if you don't tune in to here, continue to read your Bible, continue to be in your word, continue to listen to sermon. The more time you spend with God, the more you will get to know him. And spending time with God includes things like this podcast, things like my YouTube channel, things like sermons that you see on YouTube. So definitely 
get into the word of God, okay? So with that being said, that is all that I have for you all today. But I do have two questions that I ask every single episode. So what was your key takeaway? And also, did you learn anything new? If you're watching on YouTube, you can comment down below in the comment section. And if you listen on the Spotify app, you can answer in the Q&A section. I love to hear from you guys. So please do not hesitate and let me know what you've learned or what your key takeaway is. And then I have to give a very special shout out to everyone who is currently watching the YouTube premiere. I see you. We see each other. Thank you so much for taking time out of your night and spending it with me. I love chatting with you guys to see your immediate responses. It is such a joy to my life. And I thank you so much for it. If you do want to be a part of the YouTube premiere family, you can click my YouTube link in the show notes below, subscribe to my channel, and then hit the bell notification so you are notified every single time we premiere. And I do premiere on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Tuesdays, okay? And then next up, I have to give a shout out to my Patreon members. Thank you so much for supporting the ministry over and above. It's truly appreciated. If you do not know, I do have a Patreon where you can support the ministry and I have four different tiers. So you can click the link in the show notes below and select the tier that works best for you. All of the proceeds go to further the ministry. And then last but not least, I want to give a shout out to everyone who listens to the audio version of the podcast. I love everyone who listens to this podcast so I don't want you guys to feel left out so if you're listening to this right now go over to the podcast Instagram obedience podcast and comment a vote on the last post that you see so I can give you a very special thank you and put a face to the listen I enjoy everyone who listens to this podcast and thank y'all so much for letting me live out my dream and my purpose. And then no matter where you're listening or watching, I want you to share this episode with five of your friends. We got to get the word of the peace of God out. So definitely share this with five of your friends. And then do not forget if you do have any high low moments to submit those. And then if you want to be featured on the podcast as a guest, you can fill out the Google form submission for Testimony Tuesdays. We are now accepting guests. I repeat, we are now accepting guests and we cannot wait to have you on. All right. So before I get out of here, I do have to give you guys your homework. Remember, this is the last homework that you have from the ascent journey. It's sad, but I'm also very excited that we've made it. We've made it all the way through and it's all glory to God. So your homework for this week will be Psalm 132. So read up on that Psalm and then come here same time, same place next week where we can wrap this journey on up and get off of the train and start a new journey with God. Okay. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. I pray that this episode found you blessed and I pray that it left you even more blessed. But in the meantime, in between time, as always be obedient and I will see y'all next week. Ciao.